in a world overrun with formula movies and lame Hollywood reboots, two brothers from separate mothers scour the outer edges of entertainment to separate the potential cult classics from the B-movie bombs. They watch the films so you don't have to. They are the Keepers of the Frame. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Keepers of the Fringe. I'm Derek, and with me, as always, is the Willy Whistle to my <laughs> bozo. <laughs> clown! <laughs> to my bozo, the clown, Chris! What's up? I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. How's it going? Uh, we're starting off on a good foot, huh? Yeah, we're professionals. We don't fucking, you know, <laughs> reel it in here. <laughs> anyway, uh, how you shit like that? How you been? How's things? How's tricks? She good? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Eight point five. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why I said that. I'm... Yeah. Oh, I gotta. I oh, forgot to uh, talk oh, to you about e- this. E- uh, that um, mm-hmm. I like to mention. That director, writer, Larry Cohen just died, I think, today, actually, which... Really? Just like to, you know, give condolences to his family and... That was just today? I believe so. That's what I heard about it today. Mm. He's like the director of Q, the Winged Serpent, and the stuff God told me to. Like, oh, we've watched right. a couple of his movies for the show. Mm. It's a live series there, and a bunch of other stuff. Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that to you. Not to bring it down, we went from the chuckles right to somebody dying. That's not a... Mm. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I just That's wanted to like... mention it while I was thinking about it. <clears throat> that is always sad news. Yeah, there's been a lot of directors just in the last couple of years. Sad. <sighs> it is. It is unfortunate, yes. And now let's. we went from happy. We're doing the whole gamut of fucking emotion here. This will definitely win us. What's the equivalent of like an Emmy or, or something on is there a Webby? A Webby? Yeah. Okay, we're from mad. We were happy. We went from sad. Now we're going to mad because I have a couple of complaints that I have to get off. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Which have no relevance to anything that we're talking about. But lay it on me, brother. One yesterday, I was watching the Kids' Choice Awards with my niece. All right. There's your first mistake. Well, you know, it's, I don't know any of these people on there. I'm right. like, I don't fucking know. Uh, but anyway, they had this rap group fucking performing. I think they were named Migo. Migo? Oh, is that M-I-G-O? Yeah. I've heard, I've heard of them. They have Funko Pops coming out. And I was like, who the fuck is Migo? I don't know. They were just mumbling over drumbeat. Well, if you just put a drum beat to my life, that's what (laughs) that just sounds like me fucking talking. But what the part that made me upset, I mean, not to be the fucking, you know, old buddy duddy or whatever, but I'm watching it and they fucking blurted out. They had to like keep, you know, dropping it because of the swearing. Yeah. Like a lot. Really? I'm like, and then they would pan to the audience and it'd be like eight year olds. And I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, why you got these guys playing? At least they could have like changed the word. I'm like, yeah. What why, do you? What why is? Like, yeah. Like they were just going off. Like they were just, you know, it must have been a good over at least a dozen times. 
but they were mumbling. I couldn't tell what the fuck they were saying anyway. Wow. But I was like, this is not right. <laughs> Why would you do that? I don't understand shit like that. I know. I'm like, it's a kid's show. I mean, maybe your kids like that, but, uh, well, they shouldn't be listening to it for one. I don't know. Damn kids and their music today. Get off my lawn. I don't know. I'm just like, it was just really weird. Yeah, to see them just playing like it was a normal show, yeah. and then they got to like an eight-year-old <laughs> going, "Yay!" And it was the Kids' Choice Award, so yeah, that's it, it's weird. very weird. It is weird. Yeah, it felt wrong, and yeah. I was like, well, "This isn't right." Yeah. Right. And number two, number two, I big old I'm deuce. So sick of people that drive the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking take it, okay? All day today, everywhere I went, I was fucking stymied by fucking law-abiding citizens, and it's pissing me off. Either it's right at the fucking limit, or it's right below it. Like, they won't go. It's like the opposite of speed or something. It's like, if I go over the speed limit, <laughs> instead of blowing up, my balls will drop, because I'm a little fucking pansy, and I can't go over the fucking speed limit. I can't. <laughs> I can't take it. Every it's every day. It's always the motherfucker that pulls out really fast, and then they just oh, right yeah. right in front of you. Like, what do you? And yeah, then they, they do like twenty miles yeah, an hour. Yeah, I'm like I'm gonna fucking stab you in various places. I don't know why I'm talking, about it, but it's I was everywhere I tried to go today. I was just constantly like, oh my god. Do not pass go. So do don't fucking do that. It's the same people that when they see a cop, they they go 10 miles an hour for the next three miles. You're like, oh, my Lord. So that is Chris's bitching corner. <laughs> Chris's bitching corner. I like that. <laughs> I'm gonna... Mumbly swearing pricks on the Kids' Choice Awards and people that try the speed limit. Piss me off. All it's right. more of a recommendation, people. And this has been Chris's Pitching Corner, brought to you by the Keepers of the Fridge. <laughs> Don't worry, this is not a new feature, really. I just... Yeah, we'll see. I just had to get it off. We'll see. And another thing! Let's move on. Look at that. We went laughing. Tears. Well, we were sad for a moment. Anger. Who gets that in the first five minutes of a show? Technically, it's been seven minutes. Oh, well, yeah, seven minutes you could get. Actually, it. it'll probably five. Be, it'll be three minutes after it cuts after I edit. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, let's move on to a lighter subject, shall we? Okay. Um. So there's a Black Widow movie in the works. Finally, we know. And um, one thing, a couple of things we know about it is that uh. They're looking to have Emma Watson come in for a big role, which they have not specified. Hmm. Hmm. And another thing of interest is now there's word that they might be bringing in the character Taskmaster as the main villain. That's kind of cool. Yes, it is. Taskmaster. Master. Taskmaster. <laughs> Taskmaster is a cool character. Taskmaster. <laughs> oh that reminds me on supergirl they brought in john crier to play lex luther and at one point he did shout out miss tessmacher oh he did yeah <laughs> but back to the black widow and right. miss tessmacher master tessmacher master master <laughs> um yeah taskmaster is a cool character cool villain He's like a mercenary, and his 
power is he can like watch somebody in a fight and basically memorize their entire fighting style. So he knows he knows how to do cap. You know, is you know he'll know how to fight the Black Widow and stuff. And he's a cool character. I like him. So that would be cool. I'd like to see him finally brought into the MCU. Yeah, like I hope his well. When I first saw his get up, it was a little silly to me, but I like it now with the skull mask. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, and he's he wears all like he has a white hood and yeah, yeah. Like at first, I was like, "What? Who the hell is this?" <laughs> but I like he's it got now. a lot of like blue and yellow in his costume, and yeah, yeah. I could see it being a little weird at first, but but he's a good character. Yeah, hopefully they represent that too to some degree. I'm sure they will, but yeah, I'm sure. Or they did an interesting version of him in the spider-man game that just came out oh yeah yeah he was pretty cool on that yeah pretty cool remember yeah he still he had he had like the skull mask but it was more of like a almost like a hockey mask in a way or not a hockey mask but like instead of like a skull it was like a tactical kind of but it looks skull i don't yeah, I can't exactly remember, but I remember it looked cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Like, oh. Yeah. So that would be cool. That <clears throat> I would definitely like to see the Black Widow up against the Taskmaster. That would be cool. I'm digging it. They say anything about when that's projected to uh, come out? Not remember? yet, no. no. I think just they're going to start filming it soon, like this summer maybe. So who knows, maybe next year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not like, I don't really feel like it's necessary totally, but yeah, I mean, I would but, watch it, of course, but. Yeah, but. I'm not like, ooh, Black Widow movie, can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But I feel like that's more of the movie's faults because, I mean, she hasn't really got much to do in all the movies, really. Right, If exactly. you add all of her scream time together. Yeah, it's not a whole lot. She hasn't really done a hell of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, so on that front, it'd be kind of cool to see see her get her own movie just to see her actually be the main focus of it but yeah but it's well, also all the main ones well hawkeye didn't get his own movie but yeah but also it's kind of like all right we've seen the black widow we can kind of move forward to somebody else yeah i feel like it might be too late well it depends on where they're leaving it too like if, yeah if right. they're moving it forward like hey okay this was the past we're moving ahead now it might feel out of place there. yeah but i think the black widow is maybe supposed to be a prequel kind of film too, so we'll see how that goes. And she's gonna play Scarlett Johansson's gonna play a younger her, I guess. Well, not like super young, but maybe pre Avengers, maybe pre Iron Man. Who knows? Hmm. We'll just have to wait and see. And let us move on. Okay. Mmm, burger. Mm. So. <clears throat> Avengers Endgame is coming out in a month. Yes. <laughs> when does that come out exactly? April. April twenty-six. Oh yeah, don't make that hand gesture. It's weird. Would you rather really make this no. one? <laughs> that one either. <laughs> um, and it, but there's been a lot of speculation about what is going to happen in Endgame and how they're going to fix things. And um, apparently, uh, there was an interview. It was all a dream? No. That's oh, a, that's a standby one. I hope not. Uh, apparently, there was an 
an interview with Christopher Marcus, who is a writer on Avengers Endgame, and he did say that um, there isn't going to be a time travel reboot or anything like that, which is one of the theories. Um, and he did say that basically the losses in the film, the people that died, not but not the people who died in this, who disappeared in the snap, but anybody who actually died before that is dead and gone. Yeah, I mean that's what I kind of figured would probably happen. So that would mean Loki and uh, else Gamora. Gamora, yes, mainly that's who they mentioned. I don't know. I feel like they won't kill Gamora. I feel that way too. And Loki's gonna have a TV show, and they haven't. They've made it seem like that's not going to be like a a early years thing. But yeah. and yeah. also in comics, nobody ever stays dead how do you kill a god you cannot kill a god but loki has been killed in the comics and has come back as a woman and has come back as a younger version like a the kid loki so yeah i remember vaguely both of those so i don't know it i don't know it's weird but well we know definitely spider-man's not gonna die right or black panther right i'm trying to remember left the hulk Who's left? Yeah. The Hulk is left. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett <laughs> All of the original <clears throat> Avengers are left. Yeah, right. And Rhodey, War Machine, and, um, you know. Oh, um, people. Ant-Man. Ant-Man, which I think there's, I I believe, there's another word, more tidbits that, are, tidbits that have come out is, um, something to do with the quantum realm since that's where ant-man was last seen at the end of ant-man and the wasp so yeah they definitely have some kind of a uniform that yes signifies they're doing some sciencey shit <laughs> <laughs> the white yeah that white yeah outfit there's thing. a reason for that yes i don't know if it's a space suit or a you know microverse thing I don't right know. yeah into the microverse oh yeah whatever the one thing we do know for sure is this is this Endgame is the culmination of 22 films, 10 years, 11 years now of building up, and we do know that things are going to be different after it's done. We don't know how, but we know things are going to change. Obviously, people are, you know, certain people are done with their contracts. They're done, you know. They're gonna retire from. The characters, things like that. So it's pretty crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's it's just amazing that they were able to pull that off. I know, right? It really like twenty two movies that are connected. It's fucking amazing. It really is. You're right. It's insane. That's pretty fucking cool. I don't see that happening any no. again. No, other people are attempting it, but they are failing miserably. Yeah, I mean, they weren't all great. But no, none of them. Certainly. Are, I don't think there was any that was straight out just fucking terrible. Though. Right. I mean, I mean, the Iron Man sequels are yeah, meh. right. And the first two Thor movies are meh. they're okay. They're okay. I mean, even the second one, a lot of people hate that one and say that's the worst Marvel movie. But well, it might be. I don't know if it's. But it was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I didn't hate it. But right. I, was, I like. I liked a lot of the stuff in Asgard. It was kind of cool to see. Yeah. That, right. But, yeah. Um, and 
um oh, fuck me. uh guardians 2 was yeah yeah like not terrible but just like yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> same with Ant man and the wasp i was kind of like yeah i really liked the first one but i don't think yeah. the second one was as good yeah just like, yeah yeah i think so. i think so yeah and dr strange yeah and oh shit i guess a lot of them we've been blinded by our loyalties and allegiances they all suck massive galactus strong no they're good no because so those those i mean in in a th- avengers 2 in a <laughs> again not bad just not yeah well i remember mean, thor 3 i didn't like at first because i was like i felt it was too jokey right I, yeah I but when i rewatched that. it i i i could i got into it better. yeah i really enjoyed it um and so i mean in a thing like this you can't expect everything to be a hundred percent so yeah the fact that none of the movies are like incredible hulk wasn't good <laughs> The fact that none of them. <laughs> it's adding up, is all I'm saying. Jesus. The fact that none of the movies are horrible, like some of them are less yeah. great, but they're not horrible. You just keep telling yourself. <laughs> like when you compare them to other things, like other, pe- other franchises that have attempted to build universes, Batman versus Superman, and that was Ooh. bad. Justice League. That was bad. Suicide Squad, bad. Das Mumi, which tried to start a universe and killed it because it was bad. Yeah. So, I mean, compared to those, you know, none of the Marvel movies were that level. Yeah. And there's some great Marvel movies, like Winter Soldier. Uh, which ones are left? No. Captain America, the first Avenger I loved. Winter Soldier was great. Winter Soldier was really good. The first Avenger was good. Avengers. Um, I don't know if it holds up as good now. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, the whole the idea of it shut was great. Your face. But story-wise. The whole. <laughs> it's a, not bad. Stick a sock in it. <clears throat> it's not a bad movie. The pie hole. <laughs> Stop with the gum flapping. Civil War. I heard people don't, to... A lot of people don't like that, but I thought. I don't under yeah. I thought it was good. That was great. I I like well. W- one thing I don't like is that just the way that the whole story played out. Like they had this rift between Tony and and Steve, but it didn't really play out past it. Right. Yeah. They kind of like sort of put a little bow on it. Right. And yeah. we're like moving on. I mean, there's still like a little tension there, but right. And it's they set up like there was gonna be like oh shit, you know, like this is it. This is the end of the- like. Never mind the whole fucking civil war shit with the like the real rift was the right i'm like oh damn how are yeah, they gonna come they, back from that oh they did kind of okay never and then mind. we see well we see in in infinity war that they really haven't talked to each other since then but yeah but it's more like like oh a friend got drunk at a party and like pissing your <laughs> your potted plant or something and it's the same level of like oh i'm just not talking to him you know yeah yeah like your friend killed my parents, and uh, <laughs> you're defending them, and you know whatever, man. Whatever. Yeah, it was just like I'm oh, they're just you. got like a little tiff or something. Mm. You know? They downplayed you, it a little. You walked in my garden and crushed my flowers. You peed on my petunias. 
<laughs> Eat them, they petunias. All right, let's move on then, shall we? Okay. Let me just say, I can't wait till Avengers <laughs> Endgame. Oh, yeah, back to that. Yeah. Mmm, burger. Mm. We're Next. not making a good time here. I know. It's my fault. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah, it is. No, it's not. Next up, we have some bad news, kids, and that is that Wonder Woman 1984 has apparently been pushed back from its November 2019 release to a summertime 2020 release. Hmm. And the reason for that is because the director, Patty Jenkins, is kind of busy right now, and they kind of rushed into pre-production for Wonder Woman, so they're kind of rushing it. So, you know, they kept saying, you know, this is not going to be good if you keep rushing it. So basically, Warner Brothers said, okay, we hear you. We're going to push the date back so you can take your time and do a good movie. Well, I'm sure Aquaman and probably Shazam, from what I'm hearing, probably helped alleviate that, the urgency for having that movie out. Probably. Which is, it's, for those for that reason if that's the reason they're doing it that's a good thing not a bad thing yeah don't rush the movie push the movie back take your time to make it right that's a good thing remember the end of the first one don't let it happen yeah yeah unfortunately also we have the word is that Shazam's going to be a pretty damn good movie so yeah i've been hearing good things i'm pretty happy there's about a couple that. people that i follow or whatever that have seen it mm-hmm. and they really liked it that that comes out next weekend, is it? Or is it the week? I think it's a few weeks, so Yeah, know. I think it's still a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Good. They said that like they were talking about that specifically, like the third act trap there that mm-hmm. all these movies fall into. Mm-hmm. And it says that it like totally sidesteps that and oh, really? does something different, you know? Oh. Like it kind of plays off of the tropes of that of hmm. a superhero movie and does its own thing. Cool. Which I like that's that. That's good. Yeah, that's what sucks because it always they always kind of end the same. Really, mm. it's a big, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to break out of that, or I mean, you can only do that so many times before people are like, exactly. Hey, uh, yeah, like okay, I get it. And it's already wearing off to some degree mm-hmm. for people. Well, that's the, that's the same thing with with um like origin films. You like Ugh. okay, you know, I get it, and then they gotta. You know, tell the origin, and they got to spend half the movie, you know, either getting their powers or learning how to use their powers or whatever bullshit. I hated that so much. I know. That's that's the only thing I didn't like about Captain Marvel was that it was an origin movie. So you didn't get to see her be fully be Captain Marvel until near the end of it. Also, they pretty much did it like a conventional kind of thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I hated about all those movies <clears throat> before Marvel started getting, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You kinda, Yeah, it's important to do it. Like I said before, my wife really enjoyed the film because she didn't know Captain Marvel, so she enjoyed the origin story. But for me and other comic book fans and for you. Who, yeah, just who, as a fan, it's it's very irritating. Right. She's like, oh, the next one's going to be really good. The yes, next one's going to be that, what I want to see. Right. But I have to make it through one that. Right. Like my thought it my thought was um I cannot wait to see Captain Marvel in Avengers Endgame cuz she's going to be fucking awesome. But even like I mean cuz we're big fans of Spider-Man mm-hmm. of course. And uh like the first Spider-Man movie. Mhm. I didn't love it. Mm. it was, I liked it, but I was like 
I don't know. I felt let, let down by that. Right. And I was like, oh, man. But the second one was fucking great. Ugh, the second one's awesome. And I loved the shit out of it. And I'm like, yes, that's what I, you know, like, I always have to wait to the next one. Right. Kind of the same thing with X-Men, too. Right, yeah. Like, I did like the first one. It was okay, but I mean. But it was still. The second one was fucking fantastic, I thought. Yeah. The, 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 the only thing that made the first X-Men a little different was instead of being it was more an origin of how the group got together yeah sort of so that's a little different but not still well most of them were together except for like no Wolverine yeah and you're right yeah yeah and rogue right but yeah so we were kind of like wolverine in that scenario right yeah stumbling across all of them and everything. I, i'm wolverine in every scenario <laughs> <laughs> But then it's like, like with Batman, it's like everybody knows Batman's origin. Parents get killed, you know, and becomes a bat, blah, blah, blah. I don't need to ever, ever see his origin ever again. Yeah. Same thing with Superman. We all know Superman's origin. Nobody needs to ever see it again. His dad died in a tornado because he couldn't save him. <sighs> dad died in a tornado. Wouldn't save him. Do not pass go. <laughs> I hate that scene so much. I know. I'm I like, know, what? Too. Oh, so that's the worst. There's no. It's the worst. Like the way they did it in the first <sighs> Superman movie. Mm. If you're gonna kill him at all, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was a natural cause. There's nothing with all his strength and power he could do to stop that. Right. And that's that's a good lesson for him to learn. An all powerful being that you know. Mm-hmm. That had some weight to it. Right. Just. Don't save me, son. I don't want them to see you use your powers. Yeah. While you're standing like 10, ten feet away from them. That's bullshit. <laughs> and they're all running for their lives and not going to go, hey, wait, did you see that shit? I know. You're like, well, how did he you was over there, there, but now he's over there. <laughs> I don't know if the wind blew him or what the fuck. <laughs> Boy, that, that tornado must have picked him up and threw him under the bridge. It's act of God. I tells you. Well, you could have sold it like that. So, yeah. It's a miracle. I just really hated it. That whole like what? Yep. All right. So <laughs> Wonder Woman two push back to next summer. Not necessarily a bad thing. Let's move on. Mm, burger. Speaking of the X Men, the deal is now officially done. Disney has officially purchased the Fox properties. They have officially purchased twentieth century Fox. So I guess they already disbanded the uh, Fox 2000. Yep. Or, well, what is that, like a sub-studio? Yeah, something like that. I'm not even totally sure. So, of course, with something like that, there is some casualties, unfortunately. And, you know, um, I do feel bad for people that have lost their jobs or whatever. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about that. Because we're here to talk about the X-Men franchise. And the fact that... Disney is has said they're going to reboot the entire X-Men franchise and the entire Fantastic Four fr- franchise, French fries, French Fantastic fries. Four French fries. But they are not going to reboot Deadpool. They are going to keep going with the current Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, etc. I think that's a good call. I believe it is because I believe they'd be pretty stupid to get rid of Deadpool 
which has been one of the bigger successes out of the Fox Marvel properties. And it doesn't have to make any sense. Exactly. And it still works. Exactly. <laughs> It's, it's like brilliant. Like it is. It's perfect. They could easily just in like one or two sentences be like, "Who the fuck are you guys?" Yeah, they could throw him directly into Avengers and not even have to do anything to say why or how or it's fucking Deadpool. It's fucking Deadpool. <laughs> not that I'd really want to see him in Avengers, but you know. yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if he really has to cross over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But have him part of it and off on his own thing. Yes, that's what I think. Yeah, I think that's a good call. And like you said earlier, hopefully they'll keep the Colossus. Yeah, that'd be nice if they kept him because that was he's <laughs> a good character. A little over the top, but pretty funny. Yeah, that's one thing I never liked in the well in the old X Men movies. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. Colossus. I was yeah. Like, oh well, he didn't even really. He wasn't Colossus. No, at all. and he didn't even really get any hardly any screen time so yeah they never did anything with him it was just like some you know unless they're gonna have him in um dark phoenix which probably won't be any better because the word is the dark phoenix is not going to be good <laughs> could be wrong you know could be everybody's opinion you know? could be but it's not I haven't seen any conflicting opinions either. You know, like sometimes you see somebody will say, oh, that's not good. But then other people say, yeah, it's not that bad. I, I, I've only heard only bad things. So, but it's a weird film. It is. I feel kind of bad for yeah the whole crew because they're kind of in a weird spot. Yeah, they really are. <clears throat> they're like, yeah, well, this is the end. But, and at this point, it's also kind of a pointless film, but. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how it ends, but I'm just assuming it's a weird place to end it. It is. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe they'll just kill them all off. Well, that would work. <laughs> Maybe. Eh. But it's just such a weird choice. It I mean, is. we don't even know Gene Gray. We started Gene Gray for like two fucking seconds in right. the last movie. Yeah. Like, well, now she's the. Why are we supposed to care? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's like no attachment to her. To any of them. <laughs> really. Yeah, basically, yeah. <clears throat> like to Cyclops and shit? Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, you, you threw them. You threw them in, and then you're gonna have this big story that involves all of them. But we don't. It's not earned. Yeah, I mean, at least in the other timeline or whatever, we had two movies. Right. It yeah. didn't really help, but <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. but no movies. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna go well. I don't think so either. But again, it doesn't matter because uh, did. Marvel's just going to reboot all of them somehow nice. at some point. Now we just have to wait and see how. It's still irritating that they technically won't all be together still. <laughs> they are now, but yeah. they're not. Yeah. By the time that gets rolling. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're still going to be separate because all the other ones are <laughs> going to be retired. <laughs> so it's a little like, oh, yeah. but such is life. Indeed. All right, let's move on. Mmm, burger. Now we're gonna kind of branch out a little bit, um, because we kind of wanna, we kind of wanna do, we kind of had the idea of trying different things. So this story is gonna be a little different, and um, but still kind of related in a way. And I was gonna, I was gonna show you the video, but I couldn't find it. Oh. But recently, this is an actual 
real-life science story, folks. Some of you may have heard this or seen this, the video. But scientists now have recently found um, a way to create a liquid metal that they can manipulate with magnets. So it's pretty cool. Um, it is made out of a metal called gallium that can be mixed with nickel or iron to create a substance that can be manipulated with magnets. So it is a fully liquid metal that stays in a liquid form. And they, it was in like a Petri dish or something. And they had magnets underneath the dish and they could, they could pull the, they had two magnets and they could pull the two magnets and it would stretch the metal out. And if, at a certain point it would separate because you know if they go too far with it like just like yeah. a rubber band or something but they could stretch. So it looks kind of like mercury or yes yeah, yeah. kind of but but it it holds its form better than better than mercury or anything else that they've found so far um so basically this is kind of like the origins of the T1000 from Terminator <laughs> <laughs> so um it's kind of related sort of kind of Skynet takes over. But it's really, it's interesting. Uh, um, we're big fans of science here at the Keepers of the Fringe, so it's kind of cool. Maybe we'll start doing some more cool science stories as we find them. Yeah, we were trying to think of some way to, like, actually bring some fringe, fringeness into our, our show. Yeah. Because we kind of, like, you know, do entertainment stuff, which every show does, really. Right. So we want to branch out a little. Yeah, we still want to do some of that. Right. But maybe, you know. We still got some good entertainment stuff. Like, we got a doozy of a story coming up a little later. <laughs> <clears throat> but this is kind of neat. It's interesting. I mean, it's still, in, it's still in very early stages, so there's no telling what's going to come of it. But it's kind of a cool little discovery. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, a practical application for that. Like, what you could use that for? T-1000. T-1000. <laughs> um... Well, here's, here's something um, that uh, this is a quote from one of the scientists or from the researchers in their research paper on this. They said uh, it presents a fundamental and promising platform for the liquid metals to further develop the multi-freedom actuation in free space. Did you get all that? Oh, sure. And eventually lead to the dynamic, reconfigurable, intelligent, and bio me, biomedic soft robots in the future. So T-1000. <laughs> it all boils down to people. T-1000. T-1000. <laughs> A lot of scientific jibber-jabber. T-1000. T-1000. <laughs> but they could use it to make some interesting robots in the future that could do some interesting things hmm. oh, yeah i'm trying to like think other than like... kill humans <laughs> it's weird because it, i mean well right now it's being manipulated by magnets mm -hmm. and since it doesn't ever take a solid form mm. i don't know it's interesting i i mean yeah i'm sure i mean i mean i'm not uh, obviously not a fucking scientist but <laughs> right they're gonna do they're going to continue doing tests on it and things to see what they can do with it. So it's some interesting possibilities. Yeah. It's an interesting first step into a potentially larger mm. field there. I like it. All right, cool. So that's a little, that's a little bit of, of hopefully future stories to come from us. 
at the Keepers of the Fringe. As yeah, this we, is just a dabbler. Just a little dabble. We, <laughs> it's a dabbler. <laughs> um, yeah, but we'd like, you know, we, we'd like to branch out a little. We do have other interests um, that we'd like to share with you. We do? I mean, yeah, we do. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Um, by the way, um, this also, <laughs> because... Um, this, this is not directly from a science site. They also had to tie it into Terminator, which, um, it has been announced that the title of the next Terminator film will be Dark Fate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like, well, has Arnold and Linda Hamilton, but what it doesn't have is me giving a shit. (laughs) 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 And that is the problem. (laughs) <laughs> I want to. I want to give them all the shit that I could, but I don't. <laughs> and that makes me sad. I never thought there'd be a point where I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit about about yeah about Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Lyndall Hamilton. Now, <laughs> maybe Edward Furlong. He got him back. Like in the Holy Trinity, there. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I don't know. There's so many mixed feelings. Mm. Well, I guess not really. I guess that's a pretty fucking but no, like, there, I guess. like you said, I want to care. I just don't, and I don't know if I can at this point. And James Cameron's involved. I mean, he's not directing, but. Uh oh. <laughs> and there you I, have it. I hope it it'll, it's at least doesn't suck pretty good. <laughs> Just so they can end it on a good right, yeah. yeah. Same with the new Indiana Jones. Right. It's like just just make it okay. Yeah. So we can go Well, they had a little stumble there, but yeah. back to form. Yeah, because you Yeah. Even though he's gonna be like oh, fuck it. <laughs> Eighty or something. I know. I well know. he said this is gonna be his air. His last. Well, I don't think he's really got much say of that. I know. <laughs> I think I it's, know. that's just the reality of it. But yeah, but you can't. I just can't let it go on Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That movie was such crap. It really was. It was not good. Yeah, I I hate it less as time has gone on. I've watched it. It, it there's parts of it that are almost have that feeling. Yeah, and that's a pretty hard thing that would I would imagine to recreate or capture. Right. It almost works on some levels, mm. but there's just so much bullshit in there that it always takes you out of it. When right, yeah, the CGI monkeys and fucking all the fucking fire ants and shit. And now use a snake as a rope. Oh, I forgot. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. Now I've had discussions with Mike from Weeby Geeks. He likes the film. He does. Yes, and he has tried to say he has he has asked me, well, what if you look at it as you know, like a a fifties B movie kind of serial thing? Oh yeah, I think I remember him saying that. Right, and that actually for me makes it worse <laughs> because because the if that's what they were trying to do, they failed miserably. It's like it's uh, it's like a the tone. Is just a hair off. Like just some of the dialogue is 
just cringy. Mm. Like when he first shows up at the whole beginning there, when they take him out of the trunk, right? Yeah. They had the whole hat, the hat thing blows, and then the shadow. Like that's so f- perfect, Indiana Jones. Right. And then when he meets uh oh, what's her name? Mm. Um, goal Yeah. Moose and Squirrel, whatever the fuck <laughs> her name was. Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like, oh, the way you're chewing those W's, you must from be from the fucking Western Ukraine. I don't know. Just that whole way, the whole way that he said that. Yeah. I didn't, it just felt wrong. And again, the whole thing with the monkeys and the ants and the snake rope. And, uh, and then on top of all of that, the LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking LaBeouf. I'm coming out of the LaBeouf. <laughs> Dollar twenty five. Yeah, the booth. And Karen Allen, man, mm. she wasn't great. Yeah, I don't think she she's acted in a while. Yeah, and I felt like you could tell that. Yeah, I didn't feel right. Yeah. And John Hurt, like, yeah, not good. John Hurt's a great fucking actor. Yes, John Hurt's but awesome. That character was. Mm. I didn't like it at all. I really want to like it. I know. And love it. Well, but it has moments. It does. Speaking of things I really want to like, but probably won't. Mmm, burger. No, I like burgers. I like burgers a lot. <laughs> I like them a lot. I you like- tell you, junkie bitch. No, it worked. I couldn't tell what button I was. Uh, there we go. Fucking, I gotta get a new thing for the headphones. Anyway, so there is a movie coming out that is based on a comic. I've never read this comic, but now I kind of want to. And it is going to be by directed by Dimitri Logothetis Thetis, who apparently also worked on the comic, who wrote the comic. Um and it's going to be a sci-fi martial arts, sci-fi slash martial arts film. And one of our favorite actors, Nicolas Cage, is going to be in it. Yeah, so he like does kung fu against aliens, right? Yes. So every six years, uh, the, a champion has to fight an alien who comes down to f- fight him. <laughs> I guess. See, I didn't know it was a comic book. I didn't either until I read the this article from the Hollywood Reporter. What's the comic book name? Jujitsu? Is that what the name of the movie is, right? Yeah, Jujitsu. And that is apparently also the name of the comic book. Hmm. Does it say who puts it out? Have you never heard of that? It does not. I have not heard of it. That kind of... When I first heard the, the whole pitch of this, I was like, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> now that I know it's based on a real thing... It kind of lessens the. I don't find it as cool. It's still cool, but right, I just right. thought it was some crazy fucking Nicolas Cage fever dream <laughs> or something. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Like, like Mandy was fucking I crazy. I still kind of want to see that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about. It. I want to see it again. I've heard mixed things about it. It's a it's a crazy ass fucking movie mm. for sure. Was that was that released in the theaters? I don't remember. I think like limited release. I think. Yeah, I don't remember hearing about it. Yeah, I saw it before you told me about it. VOD there. VOD. Video on demand. But the person I watched it with really was not into it. Video on demand. Sorry. So I think that made it. 
a little yeah. bit for me. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard it's, I've heard mixed things from, from other like critics and stuff and other people. And it's definitely wears a, a watch. Let's say that. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Maybe we'll have to watch it for the show. The shoe. The shoe. One of these D's. We do a double header there when it's jujitsu and fucking Mandy. Mandy. I don't know what that was. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe that maybe it'll be interesting. Maybe it'll be interesting. All right. Let's move Wait, on. Wait. Does it say anything about when that's coming out or whatever? Uh, no. Do your job. <laughs> <laughs> um, it does not have a release date yet listed. Uh, okay. It does not have a release date yet listed. Apologies. Let us move on. <laughs> mm, burger. Mm, burger, indeed. Uh, oh, yeah, oh, this is a up. cool story. You have it? Hmm? You have this? Yes. Okay. I have it. So, another thing we like on Keepers, here on Keepers of the Fringe, is video games. And we've been playing video games for a very long time. Pretty oh. much... Since the, the beginning, beginning, pretty much, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Since the days of Pong, TV Pong, TV Pong, um, and um, so we grew up on the great Konami games such as Castlevania and um, Contra. Oh, jeez, eat my fucking brain farts. But interestingly enough, it looks like. Konami is going to be releasing a Castlevania anniversary collection. And a Contra one. And a Contra one. But this is about the Castlevania. And an arcade one. Oh, oh. You're, not, you're not doing all of them? No, because I only have info on the Castlevania. Okay. Um. Yeah, they're doing... Oh, I actually, I, I do have some info on the Contra one. Yeah, it's probably all in the same article. No, it isn't. No? No. Nope, I don't have info on... Oh, here we go. Contra and Konami Arcade Collections, first of all. It's very cool. The Arcade Classics Collection comes out April 18th, and it will retail for $20. Um, and it includes Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Gradius, Gradius 2, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble... And Twin B. Some good ones. Mm. But yeah. Well, Haunted there. Castle. I mean, yeah, is it Haunted Castle? Yeah, it's Haunted yeah. Castle. That's basically a Castlevania arcade game. Yeah. Um, and then the Contra one, which does not have a confirmed date yet or price, but probably will be around the same price because the Castlevania one is twenty dollars. Yeah, I think there's all supposed to be twenty bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> um the Contra one will include Contra. Super Contra, Super C, and Contra 3, The Alien Wars. Does it say... Plus four other ones. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't uh, announce the last The last four. ones, yeah. And for the other ones, Castlevania either. Uh, yes, the Castlevania so far has confirmed uh, Castlevania, the original Nintendo game. Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, which was a Game Boy game. Uh, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, another Nintendo game, and Super Castlevania 4, for the, which was a Super Nintendo game. And there's going to be four other games. And that is also going to be $20. And that will be coming out 
digitally in summer 2019. I think these might all be digital. Yeah, they are. Only. Which sucks for me. But it was weird. Like, right before I heard this, I was just thinking, because I was like, uh, Capcom is fucking killing it right now. I'm like, wouldn't that be cool if Konami get the head out of their ass? And, like, <laughs> actually did something. Like, if they put together a collection, because they had, like, the Mega Man collection and all that stuff. Right, yeah. Like, man, if Konami did that with, like, Castlevania or mm. Contra, I'm like, it would be one place you could play all the games, or most of them anyway. Right. That would be fucking great. Yeah, and then, like, the next, within the next couple of days, I heard this. I was like, what? That's awesome. Oh, shit. You're it's in my brain. It's coming out for all systems, basically, so that's cool. Yeah, I hope that, well, they might do, like, a limited run thing maybe down the road, but... Mm. Because I would like to own, physically own it. Right, yeah. Yeah, they might eventually. I find it weird that they didn't put Castlevania 2, the Symphony NES of version. Night. No. No. Um, like the... It's in the article. Fuck. <laughs> um, Simon's Quest. Yes, yeah, Simon's Quest, know. yeah. Symphony I mean, of the Night was a good game, too. Well, well they, they might do that. With they haven't announced the other four games, so... Yeah, but it's hard to say what will and won't be in they're it. They're all kind sure. of in order. Yeah, they left out the, the NES version's kind of not great. Yeah. It's like they kind of changed it up, and mm. it's very weird. I remember it being very hard to figure out what the fuck was going on when I was a kid. Mm, yeah, it always had the the day night cycle. Yes, right. Yeah. Oh, what a terrible night. You know, I have a curse or whatever. Yeah. Like, and you always like freeze and mid jump, and you have to sit there for like <laughs> 30 seconds to like, oh my fucking lord. And I think that the uh, the day cycle was like, I don't know, like five minutes, 10 minutes, maybe. Mm. I don't know. So you're just constantly yeah changing and pissing you off. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. And just cryptic, weird bullshit. I think what really, because when you were a kid, you're like, am I fucking stupid why can't i figure this out what the hell's going on it's a game but i definitely they were just in cahoots with the fucking nintendo power or yeah the people making them you know the walkthroughs and everything yeah yeah because i'm sure that was a big business oh yeah if people could figure out how to play the fucking game they wouldn't need it so they do some cryptic bullshit that you would never think of in a million years oh and you're like what the f- <sighs> so that maybe that's why they, it's not on there Maybe. Like, yeah. But anyway, those are those are cool. Those would be some cool collections to check out. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. Although I have to say I I've, do. I've never finished a Contra game, but No? No, I always get too annoyed by it and I'm like, ah, I keep dying. Eh. You know, but of course it's yeah. and you know. I definitely finished the first one. Did you? Which I remember it was a long <laughs> hard fought battle. That might also be why I've never finished one. Yeah, that one was that was tough. But I that remember. one you needed the all of them. You needed the old Konami code to fucking get through that shit. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I from some reason in my head I remember not using it to beat it. Mm. But I don't know if that's true. you the man. I don't know if I. Mm-hmm. I feel like I probably did. All right. Well, let us move on. We still got a few few good stories to cover. Mmm, burger. I'm gonna get hungry by the end of this. So, uh, we we know, of course, that The Mandalorian is a series coming to Disney Plus soon. Should be by fall of this year. Um, and we've heard many good things about the show. But the latest thing we've heard is both interesting and concerning at the same time. Yes. And that is that 
Um, well, we heard that director of Thor Ragnarok, Taika Waititi, will be directing, and I think, did he write the first episode? Yeah, is Something. that what you said, I think? I think so. Of, and then he's, like, kind of yeah. staying out. Yeah, he's going to be, like, a producer. Um, so that's cool. But the other thing we heard is, and this is where it's cool and concerning at the same time, he will also be doing the voice of a character, a droid, and that droid will be Bounty Hunter IG-88. Now, the cool part is IG-88 is going to be in the show. That's cool. The concerning thing is what ha- what voice is Taika Waititi going to give him? I think it's going to be like the Korg thing. Right? <laughs> I wish I could do that accent so I know, right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird. Which I have mixed feelings about that because I kind of, it was kind of fun in the movie, but being. It's, yeah, being, reading the comics and everything. Yeah. It's nothing like Korg. That's yet. not Korg. At all. At all. That threw me off. That did, yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, what? what? I know, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> and Meek and Korg, that whole thing was yeah. all fucked up. And oh, yeah, yeah, I totally. Didn't, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. Now I can get on board with it more, but. Right, yeah. That, that concerned me right out of the gate. I was like, oh, no. But, you know, the, <clears throat> the character was supposed to be Korg, but to me, it's not Korg. So yeah. it's like Korg's brother or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, what? But it it begs the question. Actually, yeah, it it makes you wonder what what is what is Taika Waititi's IG eighty eight going to sound like? <laughs> I hope this is not is is it an IG eighty eight like model droid? Is that a mo- or is that is it supposed to be like IG eighty eight the actual? Oh, that's a droid. good question. I'm not actually sure. I'm hoping it's the model not the actual one because when i watch fucking empire strikes back <laughs> i don't want to he like, like i can't <laughs> like just doing i can just picture his voice like i can't do it but like what are you guys what are you guys talking about like just <laughs> fucking weird corg voice coming out and i don't want it tainting i can't oh no. even though he's only in it for no, like one fucking no, second no but. no oh. Well, according to this headline, it will be the Bounty Hunter IG-88. Uh. Uh, oh. <laughs> that concerns me. Oh, yeah. Because I, I also don't want him being, like, comic relief. No, fuck no. Not IG-88. I mean, if you look at his whole design, I mean, he, is, he looks kind of fucking silly. But he was always a cool, silent kick-ass droid in the back and like, who the fuck's that yeah yeah i don't want him to be I kinda, funny yeah i kind of <laughs> don't even want to have igd to have a voice in a way yeah oh boy i hope they that would just be dumb they can't well i don't know man uh, that's the concern <laughs> yeah i mean it's not gonna ruin the show or anything but well eh. no but it's gonna ruin ig88 yeah, I mean, probably most people would be like, well, who gives a shit? <laughs> what I do, damn it. IG-88 was always one of my favorites of the Bounty Hunters, even though he was just a background character. But For literally like two seconds. Two seconds, yeah. 
Look what they did to Boba Fett. Mm, Boba Fett? Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Oh. They made him a little clone. Get him, Dad. <laughs> you know, like, like, that got him, Dad. Oh, I almost did it. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Baby Boba <laughs> blows. <laughs> Baby Boba. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't want them doing that going right down the line. Dengar really has toilet paper on his head. <laughs> some kids just like TP'd him. You never know when, when you might need some in space. <laughs> It feeds directly from his head like the roll and it goes right down through his suit and wipes his ass and comes out down his pant leg. <laughs> it's a, it's science. <laughs> or oh, the reason the reason Bosk doesn't wear shoes is really because he's a dirty hippie. <laughs> or he's got corns. Or uh... <sighs> All right, you know what? Let's move on. I'm starting to get bummed out here. In Zuska. <laughs> oh, I said that word. It's like a male performer, right? Like a weird. <laughs> he looks like he'd be like fabulous. Like he's got the little <laughs> hands and little gloves. He just <sighs> in four lobs like his service bot. If you know what I'm saying. I don't want any of this to happen. I don't want anything. I don't want. Don't touch any of it. Make your own thing. <laughs> Please. Well, I don't even know what the timeline of the Mandalorian is. It's oh yeah, we did we did here. Yeah, it's after Return of the Jedi. Do you think it could be a Boba Fett show? No. Somehow? No. Don't think. No. Uh, no. A little bit. I don't think a little no. Bit. Maybe he drops no. the Boba Fett moniker. No. And just becomes no. the Mandalorian. No. Suspicious. No. 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 Do not pass go. Mysterious stranger. No. Good happen. No. Maybe no. They brought back <laughs> Darth Maul. It could happen. Maybe. And in the well, no. the canon, he was he was still alive. No. I mean, in the uh, no, you know, the old no. <laughs> no. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. Burger. Mm, I still think it's possible. No. So the Toxic Avenger reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, it has now a director they have found. Oh my fucking Yoda! <laughs> a director they have found. Mm. No, yes. a director they have found at last. Mm. And that director is none other than actor, writer, well, and director <laughs> Macon Blair, and that's Macon as like Bacon with an M. Not like he's making something. Blair. Bacon. Which he was in, I'm trying to think of what, he said he was in a couple of movies that I've seen, but I, I remember in Blue Ruin he was in that. Blue Ruin. Which is kind of like a revenge film, mm. but like if a normal average guy tried to get revenge, it doesn't really <laughs> turn out that like right? <laughs> A lot of missteps on along the way. In Murder Party. I've heard of that. I'm talking weird tonight. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Making could be a stroke. That's what I'm saying. Murder party. <laughs> Making Blair. He made his directorial debut with a movie I've been wanting to watch on Netflix. It's called "I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore." 
You heard oh, about that? Huh. I think it has um Elijah Wood in it, and mm. I heard it was good. And yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, except for leave off the anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Interesting. But I guess Variety broke the news about making Blair lending the job of Toxic Avenger reboot director. Blair will also write with Lloyd Kaufman <laughs> and Michael Hers. He directed a movie um, called The Shitheads. <laughs> anyway, that's nice. Now I'm reading though. Sorry. Reading time. All right. That's a shush over gotcha. on that side. Okay. Reading. Shh. Right. Reading here. Gotcha. Shushing there. Okay. <laughs> Reach. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you also write with Lloyd Kaufman. He also creator. did a movie called The Green. Oh, my God. I will fucking karate chop you in the fucking gnads. <laughs> 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 they also did a movie called You Hurt My Feelings, which is appropriate at this moment. Good. <laughs> did he they also direct a movie that said, take your films and cram them in your cram hole? Did he say that? You ever make that movie? That's, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's his next movie. Oh, it's a... <laughs> Blair will also write with Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hers. Of Troma Entertainment serving as producers and Alex Garcia and Jay Ashenfelter <laughs> producing for Legendary. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was going to say that he right. He went on Jerry Lewis there. As someone who has, well, as I'm speaking, is that guy now. I don't want to do that. That's weird, though, to me that they're doing the Toxic Avenger. As a reboot? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Lloyd Kaufman's working on it. So I guess that makes it okay i guess well he's obviously okay with it but which is weird because it's gonna bring people to the the original movie and they're going to be horrified <laughs> yeah i mean people that know toxic avenger won't care but new new people coming to that i don't know if that's i don't can't see the reboot being as crazy as the original one no. maybe they could i don't know um, but it's not it's not gonna have this the same feel the same spirit there's no way i don't know i remember i when i rented that when it came out in 84 okay i don't know i what's rented next? around somewhere around there what's next they're gonna reboot sergeant kabuki man sergeant kabuki man i love that fucking movie <laughs> i i don't know but i remember watching that and it just totally fucked me up because i never saw like just straight up violence and yeah mayhem like that yeah like they ran over a kid's head and then all got out of the car and were like taking pictures of it. Like, oh, it really captures the moment. Like the Polaroids, they were like, oh yeah. I was like, what? And I remember they shot some girls seeing Eye Dog in, in like a fucking. It was like McDonald's or something, the equivalent of that. McRonald's. McRonald's. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember like, god damn. What was that? Oh, is it McDougal's? It was a lot from Coming to America. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's Which crazy to me. It's getting a reboot, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming out, too. But Toxic Avenger, it's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Is it? We'll see. In the meantime. Wait, I want to see. I forgot to check to see if it says when it's coming. You distracted me, so. Oh, I apologize for distracting you with my mentions of making Blair's movies. Which, by the way, did you realize? Oh. <laughs> Well, I don't see, it doesn't see anything here. Uh, I don't know if it actually has a release date yet. 
Yeah, this article is going through the whole history of the reboot, which is informative, but mm. it's a little more than I need right now. All right, well, we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. Obviously, let's move on. Mm, burger. So we we have talked earlier and previously. I'm sorry, I forgot that. Previously on Keepers of the Fringe, we discussed a movie based on a comic book called Mouse Guard that we're kind of interested in. It's a good comic series. Could be an interesting movie. But recent news has come out that one of the stars of the movie will be my man crush. Not really. Um, Idris Elba. Yeah, I guess I just read, actually, because they were saying he was up for a possible role. Mm-hmm. But now I guess he's it's been finalized. Excellent. He's going to play a character. I'm trying to remember. Where is the character's name? I don't know how you would I don't know how you say that. Selenawe? We'll go with that. Selena or something? Sure. It's kind of like, a, they say it's like the equivalent of an Obi-Wan kind of character. Ah, uh, yeah. Interesting. And I guess, um... Of course, um, Andy Serkis is going to be involved and other people. Matt Reeves is um, going to be producing. Interesting. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That was a pretty good book from what I remember reading of it. Yeah. I didn't get to read. Because it comes out as little miniseries, I often miss them. But what I've read of it was pretty cool. It's beautiful artwork, too. Yeah, I guess it's slated to begin in May. Excellent. The one... Kind of, eh, I see here is that um, the director is Wes Ball, and he is famous for directing the Maze Runner, mm. which was that some of that young adult Yeah, which I only saw the first movie of. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was okay. Yeah? Yeah. I've heard Not bad. I've heard like, eh. I don't know anything about the book series, <clears throat> so I can't compare it, but it was all right. So that doesn't... Not obviously not, not great enough for me to watch the sequels, but um, not really. Not <laughs> no, not really. Uh, it's it's kind of a for me. He's kind of an unknown qua, qua, uh, uh, component there. So mm, whatever, we'll give it a shot. No, nah, I just saw the Maze Runner. I was like, oh. yeah. I I. It's not fair. I've not seen it, but I just. Yeah, like young adult fucking movie, mm. novel movie thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm instantly like, fuck that. It, it was okay, not anything special for me. But anyway, let us. Oh, before we move on, I would just like to clarify: uh, Idris Elba is not my man crush. My official man crush is Jeff Goldblum. Always will be. I just want to clarify He's that. He's like your fluffer. I wish. Idris Elba. Oh, get you ready for the the Goldblum action? <laughs> sure, why not? It just Elba is my fluffer. Ooh. All right, on that note, <laughs> burger. Can't use that as a title. Let's move on to Transformers Six. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that is our next topic: Transformers Six, sort of. Yeah, it's actually. <sighs> I guess there was kind of a. A story going around that there could possibly be <laughs> Transformers doing it in the uh, next movies. <laughs> We've heard a couple of concerning that's, things that's about the Transformers need. movies. Yes. I guess the um, the producer 
uh, Bonaventura there. Yeah. Um, the the Danny Barducci guy. (laughs) 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 Lenzer Lamas Bonaducci guy. (laughs) Whatever the fuck. Um, I guess that he said that the Bumblebee movie <laughs> kind of didn't perform how they wanted it to. Which is surprising because I thought I, I was under the impression it had done well. Is it? <laughs> is it really surprising? <laughs> Let's look at the facts we have here, right? They came out with five steaming piles of horse shit that were like three hours long. It was like... <sighs> And uh, they're surprised that the last movie, after all five of them horseshits, didn't do well. No, but, but the problem is, as you told, as we were discussing earlier, that they think Bumble, the Bumblebee movie was the problem. Yeah, well, I was getting to that. Yeah, I was trying to let you go into it, but you weren't talking, so I kept... Yeah, that's good. I needed your help there. I didn't. but anyway what he was saying he's like oh you know it didn't do as well so Uh, we we feel like what was missing is uh, we needed some more banus so from what i heard i haven't seen bumblebee so i can't say right i haven't either i heard it was like a really it was like the only good transformers movie so right not perfect but a step definitely in a positive direction right and the danny buddy ducci guy takes (laughs) takes that as it didn't do as well <laughs> because <laughs> because it didn't have enough explosions okay so that's what frustrates me about hollywood is yeah. that they're so disconnected from the reality of what's going on there yeah so completely. and they try to course correct but they do it in the weirdest ways yeah like, i mean i could get why they would think that but i mean you have to have a certain well, they're probably run by a bunch of narcissists, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't want to be slanderous to the <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> I mean, that guy's been around forever. I mean, he's done many great works. I'm not trying to cheapen him. guy <laughs> mispronouncing his name. I mean, he's, a, he's been around. He's, the Lorenzo Bonaducci. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's done a lot of great work. But, um... <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic either. Yes, but what's all they saying? <laughs> but see, they take it instead of like taking an honest look at what they're doing. They're like, "Oh, this one underperformed." But I guess the last night made like half of what the one before made, or something like that. And I think this Bumblebee made like maybe not half, but like. 20 percent. i don't remember less than that than the last one so they're like oh we tried to change it and it didn't connect it's like i you know you have to rebuild your fucking rapport with your audience there right that's like well you know i i'm unfortunately if that's a route they're gonna go then the only thing that what will have to happen is they'll do another beified movie and it will tank and then they'll just give up. But it's so sad. I'm like, you guys were almost <sighs> seem like you're on the right track. And you're like, oh, we need yeah. some more Bay. And it was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. That's what you're trying you to recover really from. 
you have to, you know, it's not going to, there are people that like those movies. All right. So they're going to be irritated that you changed it probably, but well, who cares? They are definitely in the minority because you made way less money than you. Yeah. Diminishing it's returns going every downhill. time. Yeah. So that makes me upset that I'm like, that's the message you got. Mm-hmm. You need to fucking have Michael Bay involved. So then I talked, he was also talking about, they were like, you know, try to keep the more emotional points of the bumblebee and like, <clears throat> they could talk about the transformers eventually falling in love and having relationships and which somebody took as they'd be straight up fucking <laughs> but i <laughs> i guess that was swirling around there but that's not what he meant but i'm like when i heard the bay thing i'm like they're just gonna completely jump the shark and yep. just have them fucking well, in midair transforming while uh, explosions are going on geez. Like I could see, I just had this whole scene of like just humping in midair in slow motion while explosions are going. (laughs) The full Bay experience there. Put the cube in my chest, indeed. (laughs) All over it. Sandwich wiki. I want to suck your dicky. (laughs) That's not (laughs) funny. What the hell am I saying? I think we should move on before this gets worse. But, yeah, I guess that's not going to happen. But I could see them. They're trying to make them more characters so people can relate to them. Yeah. I guess that's the... I guess, yeah. But they should have been doing that all along. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason why we went to wanted to see the movies. Right. We want them to be characters. Yes. So I don't mind if one of them, like, actually, they said that it probably wouldn't be a physical relationship, but, you know, you just some kind of care or love for another... Fine. Which makes sense. Sure. But we don't need to see him fucking. No. Oh, don't do that. We don't need to see the Witwicky. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Okay. Mmm, burger. So, there's another comic book movie coming out, which is a cool one. Um, it's based on the comic book series created by J. Scott Campbell called Danger Girl. And uh, I, I like the Danger Girl series, although it has been, hasn't been... <clears throat> There's been a couple miniseries, but lately they haven't really done anything with Danger Girl. But it'd be kind of cool to see a movie. Danger Girl is like kind of a, a spy, mercenary kind of thing with a little bit of Indiana Jones. Thrown. It's like part James Bond, part Indiana Jones. Um, but I guess it'll be directed by Jeff Wadlow, Wad- the director of Kick-Ass 2 huh. in Truth or Dare. Hmm. Did you see Concerning. Truth or Dare? No, but I heard it was shit. <clears throat> mm. I think that's the one I heard that was shit. I don't know. There's somebody. Mm. Yeah, so that doesn't fill me with confidence then. Did you ever see Kick-Ass 2? I did. Oh, you did finally see it? Yes. What did you think? Did I? Yes. I don't know. I remember that you didn't see it, that we were going to see it, watch it at some point. No, I did finally see <clears> it, <throat> I think. I don't remember. So that's how good it was. What did you think of it? <laughs> I I don't know. I thought the first one I really I really did like the first one. Yeah. The second one, I don't know, it just felt like it was missing something. Mm. Which had a different director, so yeah. I think it yeah, I could been, tell that who's it? This, Wado. Wadlow. <clears throat> That's what I said. <laughs> Jeff Wadlow. So <laughs> 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 I I don't know. I, I'm a little familiar. I've read some of it, like the mm-hmm. newer stuff of the mm-hmm. Danger Girl. I mean, you know, like 
few years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. I mean, when I... It's a fun book, yeah. Yeah. It's a fun, fun series. So, I don't know. It could be, like, like I said, a little bit James Bond, a little bit Indian Jones, a little bit Tomb Raider in there. Kind of cool. It could be a fun movie if he doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, I don't see anything that says exactly when, when it will be out there. Well, we'll keep our eye open on that one. But let us move on. We're almost at the end. Oh, burger. We're almost there, people. Next up, Bill and Ted's has a final release date. Finally. And that date is not uh, December of this year, which had been the original rumor. But instead, will be when? <laughs> Isn't it in 2020? I believe it's summer of 2020, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, which is it's going to be interesting. And I think I just saw something that they're going to start um, shooting in May, I think. Yes, I believe you're right, yeah. You know, it's funny. I remember we went to see Bill and Ted's, and we liked Bill and Ted's. But I always thought that... It, it wasn't, I thought that it wasn't that popular, but I guess I was wrong. Yeah, like, there were movies that I liked. Well, the second one, I like, I like elements of it. Right, yeah. Overall, I liked kind of less. Death was awesome. They melvins me. <laughs> <laughs> you thank my battleship. Don't look at my butt. <laughs> Station. <laughs> I didn't the like that whole thing. thing. Was, yeah, that was, was weird. weird. But. But I always thought I always thought it was kind of like a come and gone kind of thing. Like you know, it was like I yeah. Know. I didn't realize people there was so, it had so many fans. Yeah, even like through the years, I've always <laughs> you know I liked it. Right, but but I never held it like in my top right yeah films or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I have to say, knowing that there when I first heard of a new one coming with them in it, right, I was like, I need it. <laughs> I need to see it. I want I need it. it. And the fact that they're older now is I want it in my eyes, <laughs> and I want it in my ears. <laughs> and then in my brain. In my brain. Excellent. My mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is a weird night, people. <laughs> um, so, yeah, when I first, because we've heard about it for a while, but there was nothing concrete or, or saying it was happening exactly. Mm. They wanted to do it. But it's nice to finally get a note message that's that, happening. Yeah, it's gonna be so weird. Well, for the longest time, we, you know, it it never was a real thing that was gonna happen, but now it is. Yeah, it's kind of like um the Zach Galligan talking about Gremlins three there. Right. Yeah. Like he's oh, you know, mm. he keeps pushing it on Twitter there. So it sounds it keeps sound like it's a possibility, but mm. they are doing something with Gremlins. But yeah, did we talk about that? Yes, we did. I think we did. They're doing like a series, a TV series or something. Yeah, I think it's a car- an animated yes, series. Yes, I something. believe it is, yeah. Extra bonus story. But any- <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, so it's nice to know it's a reality. Like, it's one of those weird, I'm like, I can't believe it's really happening. Mm. Like, I don't even know how that movie works. Mm. I guess it's being written by the same guys that wrote the other ones. Yeah. So that's just crazy that there's going to be... <laughs> I know. <laughs> like... I I don't even know how that works. I know. But I'm so, so excited to see it. I know. Happen, I'm so down for it. And it makes sense too. Like yeah. it doesn't like it's supposed to Right, yeah. It's just crazy. Like every aspect of it is completely nuts. <laughs> and I can't wait to see it. Indeed. The princesses are gonna have a Yeah. 
Are they going to still like talk like that? That's what I'm wondering. Like, I know. That's what I'm wondering, well, too. Or they're kind of not do that until they get together, and then they're like kind of let loose and be like, <laughs> maybe most non triumphant. <laughs> I <laughs> I want to watch it so bad. I know. All right, let's move on. Okay. Mmm, burger. All right. Our final story for this evening, our final topic is uh, well, for that we're gonna take a little trip down to the old. Um. Trailer park. And I'm into my banjo. That's right, folks. We decided to switch things up a little and put the trailer park at the end of the show because we're wacky like that. <laughs> oh my god, that is funny. So we actually unpredictable. Huh? We're unpredictable. We're unpredictable. I don't know if that's true, but you know. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but we actually have three trailers to talk about. The first trailer is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino film. His ninth film, he says. Yeah, which is interesting. I didn't. He said he's only it. doing ten. That he's retiring. Know, That's right? what he said. That is what he said. But anyway, aside from that, <clears throat> I can't wait for that either. Yeah, it looked pretty interesting. I want that too in my eyes and stuff. <laughs> so I guess. What is it? Brad Pitt plays uh, crappio <laughs> <laughs> uh, stunt double. Yeah, right. I guess. Yeah. What I find weird and odd about this is <clears throat> that, uh, well, um, Margot Robbie's playing Sharon Tate. Right. Yeah. Which is weird. And that's weird. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't know how you, you touch on all that without it being in bad taste. Right. You know? Yeah. Like rewriting how Hitler gets killed, right? You could totally that works, right? Yeah. And I can go with that, right? But just I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird subject. I don't know. To get and, into. Yeah, and then there's a little Bruce Lee in there, and yeah, that was like well, fucking Bruce Lee. Yeah, it's fighting Brad Pitt. I'm like, what the fuck is? <laughs> I know it's weird. Like, are they, is Bruce Lee gonna fight Charles Manson? Are they gonna be like some kind of weird like rewrite of history? <laughs> Sure. Why not? Well, that would be fucking awesome. I know, right? Um, yeah, but it looked it looks like it's going to be an interesting film. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, I, I pretty much, well, I pretty much love all his films. Death Proof, uh, mm. lots of talky. That yeah. doesn't count as as one of his nine films, does it? Well, maybe it does. I don't know. Well, I think he counts I Kill Bill so. as one movie. Right, 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 right. So Kill Bill is awesome. I still haven't seen um, Hateful Eight. Uh, Yes, I still haven't seen that one. I didn't love it. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen it yet. But I want to watch it again. Mm. It's like th- some crazy amount of... It's another reason why I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's a good chunk of time you got to mm. set aside there. Yeah. But this one looks interesting. Now, our next trailer was for the third season of Stranger Things. Now, I must... First off, say I have not watched the second season yet. That being said, what did you think of the trailer for season I, three? I think whoever cut the trailer, man, is just, needs a fucking raise or something. <laughs> that trailer was fucking good. It was pretty interesting, yeah. Like, it got me hyped up. I know, right? I, mean, I like Stranger Things, but I'm not, like, diehard about it. Right. But that got I me fucking... the second season, That got me man. pumped up. I was like, that looks good. Yeah, it looks interesting. He's using fucking the music too is great. Yeah, great mixture yeah. of all the cuts and stuff. I'm like, mm. damn, 
that's how you make a fucking trailer, son. Yeah. Cool. So I'll have to watch season two so that I can watch season three, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Now, our third trailer, speaking of Keanu Reeves, is was for John Wick 3. And what did you think of that one? I'll tell it you. It looks exactly like the first two. That is. Except there's a horse. <laughs> that is exactly what I thought as well. I'm like, well, it's. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, but. I don't know. People really seem to love the series. Which My I, wife loves it, which is weird. But she loves Keanu Reeves. Yeah, so. I think it's more of that angle. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not bad. No. They're good action films. Yeah. But I don't, I feel like they're just kind of a one note kind of deal. Basically, though. yeah. Which I guess, you know, it's an action movie. What do you want? Right. I want fucking Shakespeare or something, but I don't like, I, well, the first one was, was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. second one was not, was, felt exactly like the second, first one. Right. And by the end of the second one, I was like, yeah, I'm good. No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was good, but it was, oh, fuck. Yeah, but it felt, oh, the pen drop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to talk shit about it, but, I mean, I'm going to see it, but I don't, I'll I feel like that there's a lot of that going around lately, like, extreme love for things that I don't understand exactly. Like, yeah. Don't feel like they earn Right. That. But, I mean, you know, people like what they like. I guess, yeah. But I always but, keep hearing about, oh, this is the fucking most amazing thing I've ever seen, and then I see it, I'm like, well, I don't... What? Yeah, I know. That's what, yeah, I'm like, meh, not really. And I'm not trying to just be, you know, like, oh, well, it wasn't really that good. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I do. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh. I don't get it. Like, why is it... I don't know if, when I hear things like that, if it kind of... Yeah, I think that's a be- instantly... Yeah, when people tell me, oh, this is the most amazing thing, you gotta see it, I'm like, is it, though? <laughs> Cause I'm, so I'm already going into it going. Yeah, I try to keep that the hype train down, man. Yeah, I try, but it's hard. Yeah, but if somebody comes out, it's an amazing, best movie ever created. Right, yeah. You're like, oh, don't say that. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. Because it's not going to be. Mm. And a lot of times I'm like, you just got to see more movies. Maybe it's the best movie you've seen. Right. That doesn't mean it's the best movie I've seen. Because, son... I done seen some good movies. <laughs> I done seen some bad movies. Yeah, but that's it's all subjective, man. Yep. I mean, you know. Like the Us movie. Your wife saw it. She really liked it. She loved it, yeah. My sister and her boyfriend saw it. They did not enjoy it. Yeah. So I don't really, we don't usually connect on, on movie taste. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Aren't, aren't they like big fans of the Medea movies or some, something like that? Yeah, there are fans of that. Ugh. And, uh, yeah, some other shit that was like, uh, mm. no. All right. But so, they really did not like mm. And she unfortunately ruined it for me. That sucks. Well, I was like, I heard there's a twist thing, and she's like, well, like, she didn't think it mattered, but when huh. she told me, I was like, oh, that kind of ruined it. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but what's well, weird when she she explained i was like maybe she just she's like i don't know if i understood what happened mm. but then she explained the whole movie to me so i'm like okay you get it but you just don't like it mm. and i don't know mm. it sounds intriguing but again the same with get out it sounds like it would be a really good right maybe an hour episode of the on twilight a twilight zone, zone or some right. show like that yeah right like that's totally what it sounds like it would work as right yeah like he's writing a tv show into a movie mm. Because I asked them, like, did you guys, like, get out? And they're like, her boyfriend was like, yeah, I thought it was good, but not blown away, you know? Right, yeah. 
Hmm. But that print, I like. I'm totally like. I'm like. There's certain liberties or the story or things that work better to me in an anthology. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things you can buy better, right? For some reason, yeah. I think you just got accustomed to that through the years. Mm. Like Tales from Dark Side and shit like that. They right, just right, yeah. throw some weird twist on you, and you just go with it because you're like, oh, okay, it it's, works. Yeah, on TV, a, yeah, it works. Right, yeah. But mm. then in a movie, it feels like you have to elevate it past that some mm, level. Right. Well. It's, I know my wife wants to see it again, so I'll, I might have to go see it with her. Yeah, I'd be curious to see what you say. Mm. I've heard it's brilliant masterpiece, and then like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a big <laughs> gap there. <laughs> I don't know who to believe. I guess I could watch it and make my own opinion, but I guess. But who the wants to do that? that? <laughs> All right, let us move on then. Mmm, <laughs> burger. So now we leave the trailer park behind. And that'll be the end of our topics for this evening. So now it is time for the Keeper's recommendations. And you said you don't really have any recommendations, but you do have an update on your recommendation from last week. I do. I'll try to make it brief here. Lay it on me, brother. Well, I mean, was playing the Nino Kuni 2 game for the mm-hmm. PlayStation 4. Mm-hmm. 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 Which overall, still a good game. Hmm. About good. 40-something hours into it. Mm. And I am enjoying it, but at the same time, I'm all fucking set. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm very close to ending it, but I'm just trying to, like, tie up some loose ends. Right. But there are certain things that are irritating. It's that you have a, a kingdom you build, you leave your kingdom, and you have to start a new one. Mm-hmm. And you can upgrade everything, your castle, put new stores and all kinds of stuff, and upgrade that. And you get all these, you have to find people to work in it and you can upgrade them there's all kinds of levels of upgrading right which is really addictive but the problem is most it's all like every time you try to like to well the upgrading happens instantaneously but like you always have them do research and stuff to better your weapons or armor or right. other crazy spells it all happens in like real time so you have to get the manpower to do it meet some requirements that aren't too bad usually but then you, you know, it takes could take up to an hour. Right. You know, like that doesn't sound good. And it only passes in in time in in game time. Like you can't shut it off, and it will keep passing. Mm. So it will only work while you're playing. So that's kind of irritating. <laughs> I mean, if I was if it was earlier on in the game, it wouldn't be as bad because I'm you know playing the game. Right. But I'm kind of near the end, and I'm just like, oh. Like yesterday, I played, I think I played, technically I had like my shit on all day, over a good part of the day, mm. but I was just letting the, the money and stuff and researching things and just letting it finish and not even playing, like just <laughs> leaving it on yeah, and like go do shit and then come back and like yeah, hit the button to sucks. like to move it forward and reset it so it could keep accumulating because it doesn't just keep running it only has like a cap on uh-huh. stuff. So you have to like, right. Once it reaches the cap, you're not getting any more stuff. Mm. And so it's just, I don't like that And when they do that in games. Yeah, that's fucking irritating. It doesn't sound good at all. Yeah, you're like, oh. I mean, I guess it would be too fast to just burn through it if you had the money for it. Like, just upgrade everything. And it's really irritating. I don't like that. But on the upside of that, one cool thing about this, I mean, it's kind of a classic RPG in story and style. But I mean, it's like an action RPG. So you're 
you know there's no turn-based shit right that's the part i don't like about rpgs like old you know mm-hmm. but was it have you could like instantly pretty much travel everywhere in the fucking world which is pretty cool like the load times are pretty low there oh yeah that's so i can be in my kingdom and then shoot all the way across the map you have to like hit these warp spots mm-hmm. as you're going through but you can like you know 10 seconds or something beep, beep. <laughs> like noise <laughs> 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 and then you also get like you get access to a boat <laughs> and you also get access to a zeppelin later which is really oh that's cool. makes it way better you just fly around the whole map and just bypass a bunch of bullshit i like that's what i like about games now is that they they, <laughs> they fucking <laughs> they streamline they streamline everything and they take away a lot of the shit that was annoying yeah right yeah there's a little grind a little bit which is like i was just going through the game and not really doing it too mm-hmm. much but now that i'm getting in the end game i'm like that's why i decided to pick and start doing stuff because i'm like i think i need to be a little higher level right probably yeah. that's something like, it's hard to tell like i will fight something that's like 10 levels above me it didn't just kick its ass and then i fought something that was the same level as me and it fucking killed me like two hits mm. i'm like i I don't know how to gauge mm. where I should be level wise. And another thing, <laughs> they have like, you have these skirmishes, they call them, where you go on the, you, you play like, you go onto the main map of the area. Right. And it kind of goes higher overhead. And it's got, you got these like little chibi versions of yourself running around on the map. <laughs> but you can have like, you build forces. And then you have like, you meet other armies. And have like this whole battle scenario play out mm. and you command like little squads of your characters but it's so it's like so half-baked though like i can't figure out how it works because at first i was like just getting my ass kicked and i was like i don't know what i'm doing and then now i've kind of mastered to the point where i win but i don't really know why <laughs> like i don't know what's before it says like oh you should be level something like higher level than my squads are i even me as a character but i'm like well fuck it i'll try it anyway and i wind up winning easily and i'm like i don't understand hmm. why it's very strange at first i really hated it and dreaded it <laughs> and now i'm starting to enjoy it but i'm like almost done the game so i'm like uh. it's a it's a weird game it's i have so many mixed feelings overall i do enjoy it but it's very standard story-wise and mm. It feels like something you've probably played hundreds of fucking times. Right, yeah. As an RPG fan, you know. Mm-hmm. But I still say check it out. Hmm. Interesting. I'm almost done. That'll probably be the last update, I think. You know, what's more <laughs> to say on that? Unless something major twist happens or something. All set? Yeah. All right. I have a couple of recommendations. My first recommendation is the Netflix series Russian Doll, uh, which stars natasha leone who's always been an interesting um like i like her i like her she's a good actress and all but she's very she always pops up in like weird spots yeah yeah she's always (laughs) just like a background character and something weird yeah yeah i've always liked her too but this is actually this is a show that she actually created and did some writing on and the basic plot summary of it is a cynical young woman in New York keeps dying and returning to the party that's being thrown in her honor 
on that same evening for her birthday. She tries to find a way out of this strange time loop. And um, so, like I said, I like I like Natasha Leone. She's <clears throat> she's kind of in a little bit of an oddball, which I kind of like about her. She's very she has a very thick accent, which she never really tries to hide too much, which is funny. But anyway, um, it's a New York accent. And this show takes place in New York, so it fits right in. But anyway, so I actually, the series is eight episodes, and they're only 24 minutes each, so it goes quickly. I started watching this last night because I was looking for something to watch. And I'm like, well, I've been hearing a lot about the show, so I'll watch it. And I started watching it, and I watched the first couple of episodes, and at first I was like, mm, I don't know if I'm really... Feeling it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm really feeling it. But then all of a sudden... I don't know. I just it. I just realized. I'm, hey, I'm actually enjoying this. Actually, I am feeling it. I am feeling it. I'm feeling it good. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, how much did I enjoy this show? Uh, let me put it th- to you this way: I ended up watching all eight episodes last night. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I watched a few, like the first one or two. <clears throat> I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. But then. There's a certain point where a character is introduced, and once that character is introduced, then I really started enjoying it because it it, it changed it changed what the show was, but also didn't change what the show was. It yeah, it didn't change what it's about, but it changed the dynamic of the characters. Yes, yes. So it expanded the show. So then it got really interesting, and and I really found that I really got into the characters. And I really cared about the characters. So, and, and what the whole concept of the show is really interesting. I think maybe part of it also was the, at first it seems like I've seen this before, you know, this is yeah, like Groundhog Day or right. Yeah. But it, it, I, like happy death day too. Right. Of, yeah. But it, it's really, it really goes in an interesting direction and I really enjoyed it. I got to say. By yeah. the end of it, I was like, I had a smile on my face, and I was like, oh, you know. Yeah, that's been on my radar, too, to check out. I say, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's pretty good. It's interesting. All right, cool. Cool. Like I said, I ended up watching the whole thing. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's only, they're only 24-minute episodes, so it goes pretty quick. Um, But yeah, I recommend it. I I, I will did you, say. Did you and your, your wife watch it? Or no, I watched it by myself. Um, She had already gone to bed. And I wasn't even going to watch the whole thing. Yeah, you were just going to test it out. And- yeah, I, was just, I said, I'll watch a little of it, then I'll go to bed. But then I ended up watching the whole thing. And it ended in a, in a place where it could, it could either be done or they could do more. So that's kind of cool, too. So you're like, mm. Yeah, so if they don't pick it up, then it's, it leaves it on a satisfactory yes, note. You're right. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then if they continue it, that'll be interesting. Um. But yeah, so there you go. There's my first recommendation, Russian Doll. Now, my second recommendation is also something that my wife and I watched today, and it was uh, also on <laughs> on Netflix, and it was the latest Ricky Gervais special, Humanity. Um, I heard. Hmm? I heard that was good. It was. It was really. I love <clears throat> Ricky Gervais, and uh, it was really good. I've. I laugh. I was laughing so hard I was crying in, in spots. It was it was really good. That's all I'm gonna say. If you're not a fan of Ricky Gervais, you probably don't give a shit. But if you're a fan of Ricky Gervais, or even slightly a fan of Ricky Gervais, watch it. I'm a weird fan of Ricky Gervais. 
You are a weird figure. Like, I like him, <laughs> but I don't know if I like him by himself. I know what you mean, yeah. Because I still always listen to the, the Ricky Gervais show, oh, the right. podcast yeah. from many years ago mm. at work. When I run out of, like, podcasts or other shit to listen to, I always put that on, even if I've heard it. Yeah, that was And it stuff. always fucking cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love it. Right, but part of it is because... Yeah, that, with Steve and Carl. Carl, and yeah. Yeah. But this 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 special was really really good. Um, what he pushes limits, which I love um, on some of his jokes and stuff. But anyway, that's that's my recommendation. Especially if you're a fan or if you like Ricky Gervais at all, watch the Humanity Stand Up Special. Very good, very very good. All right, so there you go. That's that's our recommendations for this evening. Whoa. Sorry. Stop bumping the table. All right. <laughs> so now it's time for us to move on. Mmm, burger. And that means it's time for Give Little Friends Movie Review of the World. That's right, children. Is this uh this you wouldn't consider this uh shit you should see? Yeah. Or do you? Not fully no. All right, so we're not going to call it a shit that you should see. It's just the Keepers of the Fringe movie review of the week. And this week, we watched a movie called Funland. Fun. Funland. So what do you what do you got for us there? You got the box there. I do. Funland Amusement Park, which had been a low-keyed family operation, is taken over by the Damaro family who forcibly buy the deceased owner's shares after both. I just get a text? No. After buying the owner <laughs> off, the Damaros only care about the profit margin of the park and begin to cut costs and plan remodeling the rides to a less family-oriented format. Neil Risberger, Stickney, David Lander of Laverne and Shirley, the park's crack accountant turned clown after a nervous breakdown. <laughs> All these fucking... Other- <laughs> Plots revenge when he is visited by the dead former owner of the park in a wax museum, Humphrey Bogart. From here, the film turns to the darker side of humor as only Bonnie Turner, the creator of Third Rock from the Sun and That 70s Show, can create. It's, uh, yeah, something. <laughs> it's something. It's a very odd movie. Like, I remember watching it and not, I remember having mainly positive something about it I liked. Mm. That's why I was like, oh, you should watch this. But that was a few years ago, and it's just a fucking weird-ass movie. That must be all it was. Well, the movie came out in 1987. It was written and directed by Michael A. Simpson, um, also written by Bonnie Turner and others. And yes, as Chris mentioned, a few of the cast members. Interesting. So... There's a lot of people that I've seen other stuff. Mm-hmm. Other than Oh, know, definitely, yeah. Twiggy. Right. Like the Bruce Mailer guy. He was right. in uh Friday Thirteenth Part Four, which mm-hmm. that's where I knew him from. But he was in a bunch of other stuff too. Right. It also had like Jan Hooks, who was uh big um on Saturday Night Live. Uh and Lane Davies was in it. A few others. Um, so let us get to our good, our bad, and our nitpicky, which you didn't take any notes. So <laughs> I will I had a hard time like to distill 
a thought into a little quick thing like you know like eh, i don't know because nothing stood out overly bad or good that's what always gets me on that it seemed to be the same even tone all right well i'll cover mine and you can you can throw in your thoughts okay at, at, as it comes up Alrighty. all right so let us begin with the nitpickies Maybe I'm going to put that in my bad call. All right. So my first nitpicky, bad stereotypes. <laughs> there was some, there's, there's some weird, weird shit going on. Yeah. Weird shit abound in there the was, fun land. There was some bad Italian stereotypes in the mafia that bought, you know, the mafia oh. that bought the. So that one's so common. I don't even like think of it as a stereotype. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's it it was it was bad. It was way too. Yeah, he had like the puffy cheeks, like the Godfather. And yeah, all <laughs> talking like that. And shit. Like he looked like he had fucking cotton in his cheeks. Yeah, which he probably did. And it was just, but there were others as well. Yeah, there were some weird, questionable things. Here yeah, there, there were some. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. <laughs> it was at one point I could swear there was KKK people walking around <laughs> in the park. I will get, yes. All right. Well, we'll say that in my what the fuck column, I wrote random KKK. There were, there was definitely yeah a scene where the park was opening and crowds of people were entering the park and there were definitely people in white robes with white pointy hoods. Yeah. Definitely entering the park. Yeah, it definitely happened. There was no focus on them. They were in the background, but they were definitely there. They were definitely wearing white with white pointy hoods. Yeah, like, that's just weird. I don't know, like... Well, it felt like some of the jokes and stuff, it felt like... It reminded me of some ideas that we've come up with in the past with just inappropriate humor. <laughs> Maybe it's just that sign of the times back then, but... Yeah. It makes me feel like when I watched this, I was like, wow, I'm glad we never made any of that shit that we thought <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> the difference is our stuff was good. Yeah. We definitely <laughs> didn't have any KKK people in it. That's for sure. But it wasn't even. It wasn't. None of it was a racist or anything. It was just. No, but it also wasn't done as any kind of a joke. They were just there going, oh, entering the park. Yeah. I don't know if that was intended to be some kind of joke, but it wasn't. But then they had that weird thing with, with the black folk. That was weird. Yeah. I mean, I, it was really quick, and I feel like it was supposed to be funny, I guess, but... Oh, you mean which scene? The the watermelon thing? The watermelon stand that was all run by all entirely African-American yeah. um, vendors? That were dressed like Huckleberry Finn or something? Mm, or... That was weird. Or the, and I put this in my what the fuck column, the weird breakdancing scene in the cafeteria. <laughs> yeah, but I don't feel like that's racist. No. It was just fucking weird. It was weird. But it was kind of it funny because it was just unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, like a rerun looking motherfucker there. <laughs> that's what I thought. Like a freaking rerun. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. The whole watermelon thing was weird. Mm. It didn't linger on it too long. But it was just fucking weird. It was just there enough to be like, wait a minute. Like, what was the point of that? <laughs> um, yeah. And then the KKK thing is that's KKK. weird. And it was other stuff too, but 
Yeah. Oh, I do have another example. Of Go for it. Odd choices. Mm-hmm. Like when they were talking about new things coming to the park, mm-hmm. and they had a guy, which it was supposed to be, it was right. a bad idea, is what you're supposed to get. Sure. But it was a pretty bad <laughs> idea. He had like a, a uh, an idea for a thing where the people would drive through and it would recreate famous people's death. Yeah. And like, oh, it's Natalie Wood drowning and <laughs> John Lennon getting shot and Elvis on the toilet. Elvis dying on the toilet and like just it was yeah, like, oh, it was, yeah. eh, that's weird. Yeah, Not right. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be bad, but yeah, but it I, just felt. But also, was it wrong. supposed to be a joke? I don't. I didn't understand it. Yeah, it was just. It felt very strange. I was like, yeah. oh, See, yeah. that feels like that inappropriate thing, like somewhere in the realm of ideas we've had again i'm like wow we didn't film this um (laughs) next up on my nitpickies i had there were too many pointless scenes like just scenes that were just in there that didn't make any sense for i thought there was like just weird editing mistakes yeah yeah like when i was trying to i was trying to point out a scene to you and you were like but it happened so fast, maybe you, you weren't catching what I was saying. Maybe, was, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because it had, like, it was the end of the night, and the lead character is a clown guy that's lost his fucking marbles. Right. And he's talking, Is he lost his job, and they gave it to a Sideshow Bob kind of guy. He was like, I'm an actor. I shouldn't be doing this, you know? <laughs> right. So they moved him into, like, this old Which, wax Which, by the way, was another lame stereotype. Yeah. But in the, in the, where his new place where he was staying, there was like a <laughs> Humphrey Bogart <laughs> statue. Well, I mean, the guy looked like him too, which was weird. Yeah. And he was he was in there with him. And what the fuck was I talking about? <sighs> totally lost it. The day to night thing. Oh yeah, and it was at the end of the day, and they were hanging out there. And also his ex boss that was killed. Mm. He was seeing him too. Mm. So that's just weird right there, his ex-boss and Humphrey Bogart and him in a, in a fucking sausage puppet playing cards and shit or whatever. Mm. But yeah, like, it was the end of the night. They were planning to do something as a grand opening to right. get back at the people and everything. But then it cut to real quick to, to a scene of it saying, good morning to the, right, you know, to the Funland Park. Right. And then it instantly cut back to shot of... The guy coming back into that room. Right, I get what you're saying. And undressing seeing. like he was working all day. And he was talking about tomorrow, the grand opening. And like, but you just, what? <laughs> See, I get that now, what you're saying. But at the time, I didn't even realize that's what had happened. Yeah, like it was so fast. That's why like, when you were talking about it, I'm like, what? Yeah, it was like I, a weird, just quick shot. Right. Like, it, it, went, it happened so fast, I didn't even realize that's what had happened. Yeah, either there's a scene missing or... I don't know. It was just right. a weird editing. Yeah. Thing. yeah. It was confused. I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> so, all right. Um, so my last nitpicky was, how does the clown know how to use a sniper rifle? I think that's part of clowns college. Because <laughs> that's the inevitable end of all clowns. Like <laughs> 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 a couple kids parties. If you're lucky, circus. You might get a circus gig, <laughs> but that's all going to circle back to depression, anger, resentment, <laughs> rifle. That's on that order. <laughs> okay. Duly noted. All right. So, 
<laughs> that actually makes sense. All right, so uh, I'll just quickly go over my what the fuck column. So the first thing I wrote down was pizza the clown question mark because the guy's name what was he was Bob Berger or some shit. Yeah, and he was supposed to be the mascot for some chain some restaurant chain that made pizza burgers or some shit yeah and then they were connected with the park right but his costume was a big piece of pizza yeah like he was just like a clown with a big big pizza pizza so that made me think of pizza the clown anyway (laughs) and then i had the weird break dancing scene that we just talked about yeah he was like in a cafeteria and he was I don't lots of cream corn or some shit. He yeah. Said, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I think he, I think he might've asked them what's on the menu or some weird shit like that. Oh yeah. And they did a break dance. Then the guy, yeah. He just like turned, started doing like fucking break dance. And, <laughs> and then they turned into a rap about the menu and it was weird. Yeah. It was, <laughs> I don't know why I wrote this down, but I put insane clown with no posse. <laughs> <laughs> and my last thing was the random KKK that we talked about a minute ago. <sighs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. So now to my bad column. <laughs> so I have a couple of things. One, the the dialogue was kind of bad. Yeah. Um, what's weird because I think um oh what the hell's his name Squiggy Squiggy what's his name David Squiggy David Squiggy David Squiggy Squiggy um, I have it right here. Just- David L. Lander. Yeah, like, I feel like, well, I mean, you know, he was in Laverne and Shirley, but I feel like he uh, was better in that. Like, I felt like no, he definitely. thought this would be, like, a great role because he got to play kind of different mm. elements, you know, like, you get to be crazy. And right. Kinda, like, I could see it being interesting for him. And I think he was like, oh, this could be a good platform for me to show my chops there right 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 but none of that i feel like happened no yeah because he was it wasn't good (laughs) and another reason for that is my next thing in the bad column which is i wrote down what is this movie it has a confusing direction yeah the tone is like they're trying to sell it like it's a horror movie right but it totally is not it totally is not and it's not a comedy yeah, there are some a couple of funny lines, right? And there's it's <laughs> left field every once in a while. They make it feel like it's supposed to be like, uh, yeah, I don't like I, I'm confused by it. Yeah, because I don't exactly understand what it's trying to be. Yeah, because it never. It's like the what's that saying there with the student of all, master of none thing kind of thing. That's it. Right? <laughs> I guess I can't. I can't remember the wording on it, but exactly like it. Like it was touching all these bases, but wasn't really doing any of them particularly well. Yeah, right. It was trying to be funny at first, but right. it was kind of yeah, marginal at best. There, but yeah. the funny, and then it had a little creepy, kind of trying to go the dark, but it didn't really fulfill that either. And then right, they had tried to have throw a couple of dramatic moments in there, but. Yeah, but even that felt flat. Yeah, like it didn't never found its tone. And then there, there was like a, a subplot with the uh, the park photographer who is h- hitting on a uh, one of the girls working yeah, there. She was applying, yeah. and, and that felt like a, it was supposed to be like one of those teen comedy things or something like that. But 
Yeah, and actually, that kid, I think at that time, was pretty big. Like, he was in, like, right. Facts of Life and right. shit and other things. I can't remember his damn name, but... You know, you take the good, you take the bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, and then my final bad thing, I put Funland. Not so fun. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Not so fun. <laughs> Uh, all right. So now that is time to move on to the good category, which I only had one good thing in my category, and that is the cast was interesting, including Squiggy. Yeah. I mean, it's familiar, a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, there's a guy, I can't remember his name either, but he was in like, he was in Poltergeist, and he was in a bunch of other stuff. There's all these people I know from many other movies but i couldn't think of any but i'm like like the friday the 13th guy i was like oh i know him but i can't he also was in, right. all, in the police academy movies too which i'm like oh yeah but i haven't seen any of those in so, so long. long i know right <laughs> but i was like all familiar faces you know, most of them you're like oh i know these people from somewhere and like jan hooks and stuff but yeah her i don't know her part felt out of place yeah she didn't really have too much to do really yeah and then yeah I don't know, it's just... Uh, it's an odd film. It's an odd film. So on that note, let us... And it's nothing like the 70s show or <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun. No, which is weird. So let us now move on to the ratings. Uh, you Are you going to give this a rating or... Yeah. All right. So in the Keepers of the Fringe, we here have our own rating system in which a rating of one is a movie that is bad, but it is not good. And a rating of two is a movie that um, just kind of is. And a rating of three is a movie that's not really great, but still manages to have some good qualities. And a rating of four is a movie that's so bad, it's actually good. And a rating of five is an actual good movie. So, with that being said, what are we going to give this movie for a rating? Funland. Mm, not so fun oh, I don't know I'm torn between two I I think I'm gonna have to say a 2.5 really? yeah cause it's there's, there's something about it's so fucking weird that I think it makes it worth seeing on some level like it's not I don't know there's something it's just so fucking odd <laughs> I think it's worth checking out on some level well it's not full blown three to me, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to have to disagree with you. You're not a fan. I was not a fan. I'm going to go with a straight up two. Oh, that's not that much of a difference. 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give it a two. It just, I didn't hate it, but I just, I don't know. It was just, eh. Yeah, I remember. I think I was just more intrigued by how fucking weird it was. Yeah. Because <laughs> I couldn't remember anything about it. I was like, I just remember thinking it wasn't. I remember it being better than it was right See, now. See, it is weird, but to me it's not good weird. It's. It's a, It's just fucking weird. It just. I mean, it's. it's <laughs> I don't. It's so feels, many weird things. To me, it feels like a failed experiment. They tried something. It didn't work. Well, so that's they, what's weird about it, too, is like. Just every element of it is fucking weird. Mm. The tone, the choices, the I 
This is a very strange movie. It is, but it but to me it's it's not like it's it's not a good strange. It's like it's a what are you doing kind of thing. Like yeah. I don't I don't understand what you what they were going for. But um there you have it, I guess. So some, 1.5, 2. Point. No, I'm going with a 2. I'll go with a 2. I'll go with a 2. Uh I didn't totally hate it. Um you know, some but that's okay. Sometimes on the Keepers of the Fringe, we have a little bit of differing opinions, but that's okay. That's what makes it fun. Unlike Funland, which not so fun. I so, feel like Funland. I think it tainted our show. I think that's the tone is all over the place. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. Nah, it's fine. So there you have it, folks. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us for this episode. Um, it hopefully the episode has been fun, even if the movie hasn't. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is another weird one. Nah, it'll be good. We talked about transformer sex. How bad could it be? Yeah, I feel like it's been long as shit though. It has been. So that means we're gonna sign off now. So <laughs> good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, remember, we love you. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> no, we but we do. We appreciate. We don't love you, love you, but we, but we love you. You're no Jeff. You're Goldblum, all our brothers and sisters. That's right. And we're all in this together. <sighs> no one knows what's going on. Sorry about that. We're all doing the best we can. Sure. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're all in the struggle together. And uh, welcome to our show. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> All right. So as always, we appreciate you listening. And um, he's Chris. I'm Derek. We are the keepers of the fringe. I haven't eaten at all today. That's my excuse. And in the immortal words of Eric Cartman, <laughs> I haven't eaten all day. I'm going home. Good night, everybody. Bye. Maybe you'd like to get something to eat now, bitches. <laughs> We like movies. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good start.